Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Congress passed that short-term funding extension yesterday, uh, kind of avoiding that partial government shutdown. They were working toward that key deadline today. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Margaret Brennan, moderator of Face the Nation and chief foreign affairs correspondent for CBS News. Good morning, Margaret. You're joining us from Michigan. What uh, are you doing there? Yes, I'm out here in the capital of Michigan to speak um, to Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of this state, who is a big Biden surrogate. She's one of the co-chairs of the Biden reelection campaign, and she is being looked at by Democrats as this um, golden child after having won reelection as governor by 10 points. She also put abortion on the ballot, so that coincided with her election she got it in the state constitution, a uh, right to access, and she also had Democrats sweep uh, the House and Senate uh, in terms of uh, her state governance. So Democrats are hoping whatever she has done here is something they can replicate come November. Uh, we're going to talk to her about that and some of the problems, frankly, uh, President Biden may face winning back the state of Michigan, where there is some frustration over manufacturing jobs and definite frustration over the ongoing war in Gaza. Curious to get your perspective on something. Governor Whitmer, you talk about her getting the national attention and respect. Governor Walls here in Minnesota has been, you know, kind of raising his profile on the national stage. Does he get that same level of respect, do you think, nationally as she does or not quite at that level? Well, I think Gretchen Whitmer's name became so synonymous with the campaign to codify abortion rights because she started that fight um, before Roe versus Wade was struck down. So when that Supreme Court decision, the Dobbs decision came down, she looked like she had seen the future, right? She had already started going to the courts to win this argument um, to strike down some old laws that would have snapped back into place. So she gets credit for that foresight and for leaning in on an issue that so far Democrats have seen uh, go in their favor in the 2022 uh, election uh, where abortion um, was seen as a galvanizing force for Democrats. So it's just it's a different comparison here because of that issue based focus for her. And remember, uh, back in 2020, she was looked at as a vice presidential candidate by Joe Biden. OK, that's true. That's true. Uh, so let's get back to that uh, Congress passing that short term funding extension. So we still have more deadlines ahead. They've got these March deadlines now, and we still need to hear more about where negotiations are at with aid to Israel, Ukraine and this border security issue. Where is that going as far as negotiations? Well, you're right. It was a short term spending deal. So it's just 
kicking the can down the road for a few few more weeks. Um, but what was noted by many is the fact that in order to get that short-term funding bill passed, the House Speaker, he did get the majority of Republican votes in that House, but just barely. And he did rely on Democrats to carry it over the line. And that brings us back to those bigger questions for national security and that supplemental request the president has made. The money for Israel, the money for Ukraine, the money for the U.S. border. Can Johnson take a bipartisan deal that the Senate negotiates and get his House Republicans to support it? It looks like it's going to be a rocky road. It also looks like it, there's that question mark overhanging this all. Will uh, former President Donald Trump, who's running for re-election, be a spoiler, or will he stay silent in this process? In other words, would he dissuade some Republicans for voting on what many Republicans say is a much-needed national security package right now? So all of this, uh, sort of all of these machinations are being watched carefully uh, for any indication of just how secure Johnson may or may not be in his job. Remember, um, it takes only one person to initiate a motion to vacate to oust. And he's already got those threats hanging over his head. And you mentioned former President Trump. He's coming up that strong win in Iowa. No surprise. All polls were indicating that way. Now all eyes are on New Hampshire. That's right. Another small state, but an early state, an important state for Nikki Haley, who will be one of my guests on Sunday. Uh, The former U.N. ambassador and governor of South Carolina will want to make her case to the voters of New Hampshire who are seen as, in contrast to Iowa, more moderate, more um, of a broader swath. Not there is rural New Hampshire, but there's also, um, you know, New Hampshire that is uh, a bunch of people with, um, you know, second homes, wealthier uh, residents, educated residents. So she's making the argument that in this state that has that those two ends of the spectrum that if she can win it, it shows she can have broader appeal to Republicans across the country, not just in ruby red rural states like Iowa. So that's why it matters to her party to make this argument. It's also a state where there's a semi-closed primary, so you don't have to be necessarily a registered Republican going into this. You can change your affiliation. You can vote as an independent Um, And so that would allow for, uh, as she would argue, a broader swath, a more representative um, case. So we'll see if she can pull it off or how close she would come in second. In many ways, this entire primary process is about coming in second and showing whether there is a viable alternative. She's that, the 45th president. It's so true because you, you're looking to see who comes in second in all this, which is so strange. And she's got to be a little disappointed with what happened in Iowa. Oh, I mean, anyone who doesn't win is certainly. And I think uh, as we've seen Ron DeSantis do publicly, he's admitted that, you know, maybe he should have had some different strategic choices earlier on. One of them being he, he acknowledged in an interview uh, or, or to a reporter's question that he should have done more interviews and outreach to everyday people and not just focused on the conservative press. Um, uh, you know, news organizations like ours, we're, we're working hard to try to get interviews with him. And he seems to be acknowledging um, that he should have started talking more. Uh, you know, he's, he, he did do that partway through the campaign. He's been on Face the Nation a few times now. But um, perhaps, you know, making a case to a broader swath of the party might have been something more effective is what he is indicating. Um, but I'm sure all of these candidates go through and do these autopsies of what could have been. Um, after they go through a primary or caucus like that. Okay. We will be watching on uh, Sunday. It'll be interesting to see uh, your discussion with uh, Governor Whitmer. Thank you. Thank you. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.